Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast. This is episode 55, and today, I am so excited about this episode today. I'm so excited about it. I'm here with my friend, Stephanie Lee. Stephanie, say hey. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to have her here with us today. Stephanie is one of my best friends. We've been friends since... I don't know. 2019. 2019. Yeah, I'm bad with timelines and stuff like that. But we've been friends since about 2019. And I cannot think of anyone better to have this conversation with today because Stephanie is the definition of a true friend. Let me tell you, I have never met anybody so thoughtful, so kind. She is truly one of the best. Um, If you don't know Stephanie, you need to know her because she freaking rocks. Um, So today we're going to be talking about friendships and godly friendships. But before we get into that, Stephanie, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Tell us where you're from, what your job is, stuff like that. Okay. Well, hey, everyone. My name is Stephanie Lee. I'm getting ready to join the 30s club. Yep. About to leave my 20s in July. So exciting. It is exciting. And it's also like, do I still know how to adult? (laughs) (laughs) I feel Um, that. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's. It's an ongoing process, kids. Don't let them don't let them tell you that you learn as soon as you hit a certain age. No, we're all winging it. That's true. We are <laughs> all winging it. True. I always imagined when I hit my 20s, I would know what was up and what was going on and everything there is to know about life and how to be an adult. And truly, it is every day just winging it. <laughs> every day. Um, so right now, I live in Yanceyville, North Carolina. That's pretty much where I grew up. Um cool. I was born in Goldsboro, North Carolina, okay. on an Air Force base. Wow. So, yeah, I want to give a shout out to my dad, Russell Lee. <gasps> yeah, yeah, Russell. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, he met my mom in the Philippines. My mom's name is Esther. I'm going to give a shout out to her, too. Aww. So, hey, yes. Mom. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I live in Yanceyville. Um, what do I do besides overthink? Um <laughs> I feel that too. <laughs> you know I feel that. So what do I do? I do a lot of things. Um, the biggest thing I would like to talk about besides like what I do as a job mm-hmm. is um, I I really like to spend time with my friends. That's a really big deal to me. Yeah. Um, I think community is important. Um, I'm in a place where I'm trying to read more books you know, yes, that's pretty girl. much everyone. We don't want to scroll our phones as much anymore. Right. We're all realizing so. how much time we spend on our phones and more people are like, I need to get off of here. I know. It's like, it's numbing when yeah. we do that. So yeah. trying to read more. I love being outside. I know Chloe's a fellow outsider. Yes. We love hiking. Yes. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I do? Um, I mean, I'm that kind of person. I, I really like drinking coffee. I like doing the everyday thing, going walking. Yeah. Um, spending time with my fella. Um, But to my job, I'm a program manager, and I work um, at a day services program here in Danville, Virginia. Um, So I've been working with the community with disabilities since I was probably um, 22, 21. So since uh, 2013. Cool. So I guess it's actually about 20. So anyway. Wow. At this program, we have people come and they just attend and do day activities or they go in the community. And yeah. yeah. 
that's what I do. I write plans and I keep up with um, just how they're progressing. And right on. It's fun. It's a great. It's a great job, and it's just where my heart's at. Yeah, so. and I bet you're great at it too. Sometimes. Really <laughs> no, I'm good I'm at the people in part. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. Do you enjoy your job? Do you like I do. what you do? Good. I do. Like I love, I love being able to spend time with them and yeah. just laughing and you know, just trying Absolutely. to um, make sure that what I do impacts them positively. Like yeah. as far as like with their plans and making sure their needs are being met. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's so cool, Stephanie. So I'm acting like I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> but secretly I already knew that about her. I knew her job. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so like I said earlier today, we're going to be talking about friendships and godly friendships. And when I say that, it's not just going to be a conversation about like, oh, what do we look for in a godly friend, which it will be partly that. But um, also what it looks like for us to be godly friends to those that God has placed in our lives. So um, to get this conversation started, Stephanie, when we were talking about this earlier today, you mentioned something to me earlier about like the need for friendship right now in the world that we're living in. Do you want to share that with everybody? Absolutely. Um, I think we know that a lot of people have mental health issues like and it was an increase over the past couple of years, it mm-hmm. felt like, because we were being told to stay home. You know, it was like, don't spread this sickness, don't catch this sickness. Yeah. Um, so that impacted people mentally, and people felt yeah. super alone. Um, sure. We couldn't hug our friends. We couldn't, you know, have a nice coffee with them the way yeah. we wished we could have. And, you know, getting dinner. Like, yeah. those things, it's like the little things we felt um, were our normal. We took it for granted in yeah. some ways. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, I mean, there's just a lot of loneliness ever since the pandemic. You know, we were so isolated at first. And even still, yeah. I feel like it's been hard for a lot of people to shake that isolated feeling because we were just living in it for so long. And um, I mean, we need friends, just like you were saying, like we need people. And it reminds me of the verse in Ecclesiastes 4. Yeah, 4. Um, it talks about that two are better than one. Um, I don't have the actual verse, but if you want to look up Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10, it talks about that two people are better than one and um, we're stronger together. And so that's just like evidence that like we need other people. And when I was mentioning to my dad earlier that we were going to be recording this podcast about friendship, he was like, I mean, if you think about like all the way back in the very beginning at Genesis, it talks about like, you know, God creates Adam and it says that God says it's not good for man to be alone. And that's within the context of like a romantic relationship. But I still feel like it carries into having friendships. It's not good for us to be alone. You know, we need people. We need each other and not just anybody. We need people that are going to build us up and encourage us and challenge us. So um, what else? What are some things that you feel are important qualities in a friend? What are some things that stand out to you when you think about having godly friendships and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Um, it's a loaded question, so feel free to take your time and kind of dissect it if you need to. <laughs> yes, seriously. Um, kindness is a big one. Yeah. I think the way you treat others is important, and your friends should reflect kindness. They shouldn't be just um, rude. They yeah. shouldn't be rude for no reason, you know? Yeah. Um, as we know, people use this example all the time, but being rude, rude to uh, waiters and things like that. Yeah. Your friends should be kind, show kindness to people that um, typically couldn't show it back in certain ways, maybe. Yeah. It's important. Um, another thing that I feel is important, uh, honesty. 
Yes. Like we need friends that communicate well. Yeah. Um, be honest about what you're going through. Don't feel like you have to show up and be perfect. Your friends should also make you feel like you can show up. Mm-hmm. And if there's an issue, don't don't let it go too long. Um, I'm guilty of doing that in my life sometimes. Me too, girl. <laughs> but communication is important. Like we yeah. need to be honest, and that's how we grow and move on from the little issues we might have here and there. Yes, absolutely. I like even as we're having this conversation, I'm looking at myself as a friend and I'm like, I could afford to be more like like communicate more. Like if something has happened that bothers me, I'm more of the people pleasing type where I tend to like sweep things under the rug and be like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But really, it's not fine. You know, and it doesn't give your friendships the opportunity to grow. And I'm speaking to myself right now. And maybe somebody listening, it relates to you, too. But like it doesn't give your friendship the opportunity to grow and get deeper when you never have the opportunity to grow through like challenges together. Like maybe this person did something that hurt your feelings and they didn't even realize it, or maybe they did realize it, but they didn't do anything about it. And you don't take the time to communicate like, Hey, that hurt me, you know, and it doesn't give the opportunity for growth in the friendship. So that's really good. Yeah. And didn't you say earlier, you asked your friends too, for some ideas of like things that stood out to them when they think about friends. Do you want to share some of that list? Or? Oh yeah. Let me find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Um, yeah. I'm just thinking about still the challenges of communicating and friendships and stuff like that. It can be so hard. It is hard. I, I know that one of my more recent things where I had I was like kind of upset with a friend. It took me like a month or so to come to them. And they were like, why didn't you come to me sooner? And I was like, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. I was in my head about it. <laughs> I was what I knew. I'm like, maybe it's not a big deal. Maybe it's not worth it. Maybe it's not this. Maybe it's not that. I'm like, just talk about it. <laughs> just yeah. have a conversation. Like, it doesn't have to be like an intense, like, uh, um, like you're not accusing them of anything sort of conversation. It's just kind of like, hey, this happened. It kind of bothered me. Like, can we talk about that? It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but I always overthink it, like you were saying earlier, hey. <laughs> and build it up in my head and then make it something that it's not, which makes it even harder to actually be like, I have a thing that I need to talk about. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know about you, but sometimes it's scary to feel like, is this person going to accept my hurt or my concern or are they going to just drop me? Yeah. Mm, that's a, you know what I mean? yeah it's the fear of like what comes out of the conversation will it go well will it not go well anyway were yeah. you able to find that list I was cool so I asked three ladies um that are kind of closer to my age range and I already knew I was gonna be talking to you so there's no point in <laughs> <laughs> right 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 <laughs> but um so the ladies said being able to be themselves authenticity being genuine. So all of these things sound very similar. Yeah. A friend who is equally invested and shows up in hard times. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, consistency, um, that they're true, understanding, empathetic, and mm-hmm. selflessness. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was like, That's a good list. That's a strong list. Yeah. And even like when you said truth, it made me think about the word trust. I was thinking, I was like, wait, that's not the same word. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. I was thinking about the word, like being able to trust someone. That's such a big deal. Like being able to go to them with your stuff and know that like, they're not going to run from you or that they're not going to judge you and stuff like that, but that you can trust them and, you know, things that you share, you don't have to worry about it being like spread from here to there <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah, you know? seriously. <laughs> that's also a big one. That's a strong list. 
Yeah, they they came through. Yes, <laughs> those were some, some good, good friends. friends. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. So, in the spirit of keeping it real, because me and Stephanie, we always be keeping it real together. Yeah, we do. <laughs> what are some places? And I'll answer this too. But what are some places you feel like you struggle with being a good friend? Oh yeah. Um, well, as far as myself, um, I assume when I'm with my friends that they think I'm talking too much Mm. or they think I'm sharing too much or I'm too sensitive. Mm. So it's like me assuming ahead of time that they think these things about me, but they like legit invited me to hang out. Right. So it's like, why am I trying to sabotage this time together? Yeah. And it can come from things happening in your past, you know, where you feel like um, people made you feel like you were too much. Mm. And so... I still do that to this day with my current friends. And it's so nice when you say, I'm sorry if I shared too much or, you know, if I'm talking too much. They're like, no, it's fine. I want to hear it. Right. That's so nice. That's like a green flag, friendship green flag. I see a lot of stuff on social media right now. It's like red flags, green flags. I don't know if you see those too, but that's (laughs) a friendship green flag is when they're like, you're not talking too much. Please like share, you know, Mm -hmm. that feels really good too. I know what you mean. That's so good. Yeah. Um, Another thing is sometimes I'm a, I assume I'm the only one going through something. Mm. Um, so if I am having a really hard week, I'm exhausted, I'll think my friends are doing just fine maybe. And then right. I'll be like, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm not present. Or Yeah. They didn't think that. Right. They weren't thinking anything of it. I do not that too. At all. I'm like, and, they think I hate them. And we do that with each that. other. <laughs> yes, we do. We text them, I'm so sorry. I don't want you to think I don't like you. <laughs> or something like that. And it's like, we need to chill. We've been friends this long now. We know each other. Why are we doing this? <laughs> right. It's so true. That's so true. What about um, you? Um, Some places I struggle with friendship. I think the being, not that I like lie to my friends, but when you're not being honest about how you're feeling, like, hey, this bothered me. Like, I'm very conflict avoidant, very much a people pleaser. You know, I think that puts, that can be a hindrance. Because like I said, you know, you want to grow deeper in your friendships. And I've noticed that the friendships where we have had to like talk through things, those are always the deepest friendships that just like last so long. And so I hate the, that I, you know, am so conflict avoidant. And when I really just need to like take it head on and be like, you know, let's talk about this. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. Like conversations about things that are bothering you or whatever don't have to be anything crazy. Like you can just say yeah. it and work through it together and it'll be okay. So I think that's a place that like I really, I want to grow in not being so conflict avoidant and realize that like it's okay. Conflict is part of life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's something for me. Um, so you also had some scriptures that you mentioned to me that really stood out to you with friendship and stuff like that if you are ready to share those if you want to share those and what stood out to you about those and stuff like that oh absolutely um we'll start with colossians 3 12 through 14 therefore as god's chosen people holy and dearly loved clothe yourselves with compassion kindness humility gentleness and patience bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Mm. And that's loaded. Yes. And it's good. There's a lot there. Yeah, so let's 
let's look at it. Yeah. You want to look at it? Yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. So I'll definitely say that I, I believe I do struggle with forgiveness. I would love to say I'm good at it, but mm. I'm not. I'm not either. Because I'll, <laughs> I'll hold a grudge. And it's like, why am I holding this? It's like, I, obviously, I, I will want to work it out with the person because I love them so much. But I'll find myself just wanting to hold on to the hurt. Yeah. And it's like, God doesn't want me to hold on to the hurt because it's hurting me. Right. And it is going to hurt them because it's hurting our communication and in our relationship because I'm not sitting here and like letting it go or talking to them about it, you know? Yeah. So. yeah. I think also whenever it talks or in a lot of these, so I did a lot of research about all these different verses that could apply to friendship. I mean, I sent Stephanie a list last night that was, or maybe not last night, maybe this morning. I don't know. It's been a long day. A good list <laughs> It was a long list. Like when I, I just Googled like Bible verses about friendship and so many different Bible verses came up, but I noticed like, a lot of them are like, forgive as the Lord forgave you, or like, mm-hmm. because Jesus loved us this much, we ought to love one another. And so it's not just like, well, you should just forgive because it's a good thing to do. It's, no, you forgive because you've been forgiven. We yeah. love because we are loved, you know? And um, it just goes to show that like, it's not just so we can be good people, but it's that there's a greater purpose behind it. You know, there's so much testimony in making the choices to forgive because we've been forgiven you know that what greater light can we shine than to forgive when it's not deserved or to love when it's not deserved you know yeah. quote unquote deserved um that's something that really stood out to me as we were reading this is like it's always forgive as the lord forgave you or love because you've been loved by jesus you know yeah. stuff like that it's yeah and love good. we can't just say it we have to show it and yes. like act it out and forgiveness is part of that sometimes yeah. you can't just hold your forgiveness aw- away from someone that's not showing love right that's just being petty yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> trying to be right exactly and it goes back to that it's said in culture so much so it's a cliche thing at this point but it's not a f- love isn't a feeling it's a choice you yeah. have to choose to love people if you were just going by when you feel like loving people there probably wouldn't be a lot of like active love happening that's more of like a passive thing like you just wait to feel it yeah. you know so and that's like us deciding who gets to be loved and who doesn't you know yeah. what i mean when we don't forgive or don't um just love people through our actions yeah that's like saying yeah, I don't think you deserve this love right now or this yeah. forgiveness, so I'm going to keep on yeah. moving on. And who know? are we to make that choice, you know, of who right. would deserve to be shown love and who wouldn't, you know? Right. Jesus gives us such a good example of forgiveness. We all know this, y'all. Right. Seriously. <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> but yeah. But when he also wow. says, um, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, those those all go hand in hand. Yeah. Like, we do need to be gentle. Right. We need to be patient with one another. Um, we need to be kind, compassionate about what the other might be going through. Yeah. And there might be something going on that we don't know yet. Right. Sometimes people we can't get to us because they're going through something. You know? Yeah. That's um, true. We can't just assume they don't want to talk to us. Yeah. Which the enemy will plant into our heads immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we take it personal. We just tend to take it personal. I do that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and then this part, too, it says bear with each other. So it's like, yeah, you bear each other's loads. You you bear, you know, you carry yeah. each other's burdens like you don't let the person carry it themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like you just can't really be balanced if you're just doing it yourself. Right. You know, we need people and we need God. Yes, you know? exactly. Me and Adam actually talked about that 
Oh, good grief. It was a while back. But we talked about carrying someone's burden versus carrying someone's load. Like one of them, and I can't remember which one, Adam, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. But one of them is like um, carrying someone's burden, like carrying someone's burden with them is basically like a boulder that you're helping them carry that. And then there's like a different version of like these are your own responsibilities of things you have to carry. But then there's also like the burden. I probably just butchered that, Adam. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. (laughs) Don't fire me. Yeah. If I said some opposite of what y'all said, my bad. No, no, you didn't at all. No, it just reminded me of that. I need to go back and listen to that podcast episode, obviously, because I can't remember exactly what it was. But there is a podcast episode from a few months back somewhere that talks about carrying each other's burdens. It was really good. I remember that it was good, and that's all. Yes. <laughs> all right. What were some other scriptures that you had? I know you had sent oh, me yeah. quite a few. So... The next two also kind of deal with love. Um, so Proverbs 27, 5 mm-hmm. through 6, better is open rebuke than hidden love. Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on that one, Chloe? It makes me think about like, <sighs> wounds from a friend makes me think about like specific situations where I've been like, that person was telling me blah, blah, blah. Like, I didn't like the advice that they were giving me, basically. And then I, like, cut people off or, like, shut down on them. But really, like, it's not that they were trying to be hurtful or mean. It's that they were actually looking out for me and being like, oh, you know, don't do not do that or do this. And then I was like, no, blah, blah, blah. You're trying to tell me what to do. Like, that's kind of what that makes me think of. I don't even know if I'm interpreting that right. But every time I read that verse, I think about these very specific situations mm-hmm. in my life where someone has, you know, spoken into my life and I haven't liked what they had to say because it wasn't like what I wanted to hear, basically. Mm-hmm. And it was it was essentially like a wound from a friend. It could have been trusted, but instead of trusting it, I like shut it down, cut them out kind of thing. Does that make sense? It makes absolute sense. It's is, like in am the I understanding that right? Yeah. Yes. Am I understanding that right, you think? Yeah. Okay. I think you are. Okay. I think... Um, yeah, so a real friend is going to hurt you sometimes. Right. They're not going to say everything you want to hear. Exactly. We know this. We know this. But someone that's not your friend is just going to butter you up. And we don't like that. Yikes. We're not about that life. Mm-mm. We need friends that are really going to be honest with us. Yeah. So if there's an issue, they should come to you. Yeah. Um, if they didn't like something you said in that moment, they should tell you. Yep. Um, it's better for someone to hurt you a little bit with their words right. than to, you know, be fake with you. Right. That's kind of where I'm getting from it. Yes. Um, Man, that's challenging, too, because it makes me think about the verse that iron sharpens iron mm. kind of thing. It kind of goes back to that. Like you're sharpening each other. You're challenging each other. And you're not always saying what the other person wants to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, good stuff. I'll, let me give you an example. Last <laughs> night at practice. Mm-hmm. Um, at worship practice? Yeah, worship yeah, so practice. Me and Stephanie also sing on the worship team together, which is really awesome. Yeah. It anyway, is. continue. Hey. <laughs> so last night I was kind of having my moment where I felt like I wasn't getting the song right. Mm-hmm. And Billy just straight up said to me, <laughs> he was like, um, Sing for Jesus. You're focused on the performance. I'm like, no, I am not focused on the performance. I just don't want my voice to be a distraction. And then, like, I thought about it on the way home. I was like, he right. He's had to say that to me before, too. He said that to me a few weeks ago because I was, like, backstage and I was like, I was, like, not happy with how something had gone or whatever. And he was like, you're too focused on how you're performing. And I was like, 
wait a second, I think you're right, and I don't like that. Yeah, so we're human, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yes, seriously. Yeah, so I was I was grateful that he was truly honest yeah. about it, and it made me think about it. I'm like, I always know this walking into a practice, it's about Jesus, but then my humanity side comes in. Yes. You know, and it's good to have people that bring you back down to, like, the real reason yeah it's not about us or sounding so amazing it's literally about worshiping jesus yeah truth hurts sometimes too and i'm grateful for the people in my life that aren't afraid to just tell me how it is kind of thing you know yeah yeah that's good stuff yeah and then the last one um is very short john 15 17 and this is jesus this is my command love each other Mm. boom Short, sweet, and to the point. <laughs> it is. And I'm like, if he's telling me love each other, I'm going to take that seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't got time to be hating. Yeah. It's so good. And it also makes me think about the verse in Matthew, in Matthew 22. I think it's, I have 37 through 40 written down. I hope that's right. But Matthew 22, 37 through 40, it's Jesus saying the two greatest commandments are love God and the second is love your neighbor as yourself. And it just shows how important relationships are to God that like those are the, those will be the two greatest commandments. And I mean, he says so often, he's like, love each other, love each other, love each other. And, you know, are we doing that? Are we genuinely loving each other or are we tolerating each other? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of times I'm more tolerating than like genuinely actively loving people. So. You know, now that you said that, too, there was a quote I saw one time, and it was like, it was basically saying that you can see who's celebrating you and who's tolerating you. Mm. The people that see you and love you, they're going to be happy to see you. They're going to wow. want to hug you. Um, they're going to celebrate your good things. Yeah. And the people that tolerate you might not be that way. Yeah. So that helps you kind of tell the difference, too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So me and Stephanie kind of talked about, as we start to wrap up here, how we wanted to end this And I think the most important part to remember about all of this is that all of the qualities we've spoken about, all of these things, like ways that, you know, we want to grow as friends and stuff like that. Jesus is the perfect example of the perfect friend. He portrays every single one of these qualities. He is patient. He is kind. He is speaking truth, even when it's not what we want to hear. He is that friend to us all the time. He always portrays these qualities perfectly Um, towards us and even thinking along those lines you know reminded me that being a godly friend like the scriptures are teaching us to be it's part of the discipleship process it's part of us becoming more like Jesus because we're becoming more like him when we portray these qualities and we'll never portray them perfectly all the time but when we do start to portray these qualities it's showing that the Holy Spirit is working in us and making us more like him so it's part of our walk with Jesus is to be a good friend is to be a godly friend um and it's the Holy Spirit in us that brings these qualities to life so yeah yeah helps us love people helps yes. us be with them in the hard times yes. not just the good times because if it wasn't for Jesus there wouldn't be anything good in me you know amen same here yeah. It's good stuff. It is good. Do you have any final thoughts? Anything else you'd like to share before we wrap this podcast up? I do. Um, Don't wait around for people to invite you to things. Be the inviter. Oh, that's good. That's good stuff. Because I waited a long time and nobody was saying a word. And I was like, oh, gosh. So, yeah, start inviting people. That's good. And let yourself be vulnerable. Um, Obviously, when you're making a new friend, just focus on being transparent. And then as you feel the trust, 
be completely vulnerable. Yeah. You know, don't hide. That's so good. So I love that. Yeah. Be the inviter. Don't wait to be invited. Start inviting people. Be that person for someone else and see how God will use it and bless it and bring great people into your life. Yeah, Chloe's a good inviter, by the way. Oh, thanks. I think you're a good inviter. You always be inviting me to stuff. I feel like I never invite you enough to stuff. Like, I'm Girl. like, I need to invite her to more things. <laughs> you are trust. Oh, thanks. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for being with us today. I'm so glad we got to have you. And to everyone listening, um, I want you to know that after this, I'm going to take time to pray for everybody because finding these godly friendships, it's hard and it's it's been a long time coming for me and it's not like you're always going to have like tons and tons of godly friends, but I do believe that God wants us all to have a few. And so if you're in a place where you feel like you don't have that right now, I'm going to pray for you. And if you are in a place where you have that right now, I'm still going to pray for you because sometimes just friendships, relationships in any aspect, they can just be hard. So me and Stephanie will take the time to pray for you today. Um, and again, Stephanie, thank you for being here with us. It was so fun having you. I know. Thank you for inviting me. We totally should. Thank (laughs) you. I loved it. Um, be sure to follow us on social media, the Messy Walk Podcast. Um, and Stephanie, why don't you plug your social media? Because she's a cool person to follow on social media. Is that okay? What's your Instagram? Totally. Embrace enough. At Embrace Enough. No underscores, no None of that. Okay. Yep. Go check her out on social media. She posts lots of really cool stuff on there, and I always enjoy seeing her posts, and I think you will too. So have a great week. We will be back next week, and Pastor Adam will be back as well. So we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, y'all. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.